0: A Bible open in Ephesians, chapter 3. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, open the word of God to us tonight. We pray that the Holy Spirit will show us what you're saying. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen. I want to read from Ephesians 3, 13 through 21 but I'll be referring to the entire chapter. So keep your Bible open, please. Verse 13. Wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the Church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end." As you think about this passage, in verses 1 to 6, Paul's being about a special ministry has come to him. For this cause, I am Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. He doesn't say I'm a prisoner of Rome, though when he wrote this, he was in Roman prison about 64 AD. Later, he will be condemned to death. He doesn't mention that since I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. And I'm here for you Gentiles. If you've heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. Keep in mind, God made known to Paul a mystery and spoken of in verse 4, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ." And again, in verse 9, "...and make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now under principalities and powers in heavenly places, might be made known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. Now, to find out what that mystery is, turn your Bible to Colossians, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians. Here, verse 1, 27, verse 26. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages, from generations, and is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory." Now, in the Old Testament, they said God is for us. When Jesus came, God is with us. Now Paul is saying, through the Holy Spirit, Christ is in us. That's the mystery. And the mystery is, He didn't just come for the Jews. He came for the Gentiles, too. He came for all of us. And that's why He was here. So in verse 7 and 9, Wherefore I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, given unto me by the effectual work of his power, unto me, who am less than the least of all saints in this grace given, that I should preach among you the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Now you realize that the Jews had no dealing with Gentiles. They called them dogs. It had nothing to do with them. And Yet God chose Saul, Tarsus, on the road to Damascus. He took a new name named Paul, and God said, I want you to go as a missionary to the Gentiles, to the nations, to the ethnos. Most of us in this room tonight are the ethnos. We're Gentiles. We're part of the nations. And God sent Paul to break through the gospel to the Gentiles. He gave Paul the ministry of preaching the unsearchable riches to the Gentiles. I want you to notice several things this chapter infers about God. God is the Father of Jesus. We know that. But He's more than just the paternal Father. He is the spiritual father. It is possible to be a paternal father and have no relationship to your son. God is both the paternal and the spiritual father of Jesus. Mary's baby came when she was a virgin. She had never known a man. God, through the Holy Spirit, entered her womb and planted there that precious Jesus. Secondly, God is the Father to whom we have access. Here in chapter 3, verse 12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Him. You and I can get through to God because of Jesus. He's no stranger. He's a friend. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. He is, we have an intimate relationship with God. In the Old Testament, access was almost forbidden. Now it's open. Thirdly, God is the Father of glory. Look at verse 14. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 13, for I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. God is the Father of the glory. He's the Father of all. When you read, you understand my knowledge. The mystery of Christ, which in other ages were not made known unto the sons of men, is now revealed unto His holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. God is the Father of all. No one has exclusive possession of God. Many religions of the world have called their father the founder of Father. But only in Jesus do we have God the real Father, the intimate Father. God is a Father to whom we must give thanks. Many times we fail to give thanks. I think one of the greatest sins we're guilty of is ingratitude. I wonder how many of us go by and say, Miss Rita thank you for being so faithful playing the organ. Miss Hicks, you have a big job at the school. Thank you for what you're doing over there. Brother Brian, thank you for leading our singing all the time. How many of us really thank each other? Do you thank your mother, your dad, your loved ones? Do you write thank you notes? Those are very, very important. God is a pattern of all true fatherhood. His fatherhood is the example of what all fatherhood should be. Now notice what Paul's prayer is. Number one, verse 16, that you be strengthened with might by His Spirit. God wants us to be strong not weak and may not just refer to physical, talking about spiritual boldness, spiritual audacity, spiritual strength, to be a witness for Christ isn't easy. When you go to a restaurant, let me plead with you, when you sit down to eat, have prayer. That's a tremendous witness. It was over at Wendy's the other day. I noticed a young man and young girl came in, sat on the girl started eating. The boy bowed his head and prayed. I went over to him afterwards. I said, I thank you for leading in prayer. He looked at me and said, Do you notice that? I said, I sure did. See, people notice what you do. You're a witness just by a little thing like praying. Secondly, that Christ may draw on your hearts by faith, not depending on experiences, but faith. Some days are not very good days. I'm not going to ask you tonight, how many didn't have a good day today? if some didn't have a good day? Well, your experience with the Lord does not depend on whether you had a good day today or not depends on your faith. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Thirdly, it be rooted and grounded in love, that you and I may love the Lord with all our hearts, all our strength, all our might, and that we love each other. When we get to Glendale Baptist Church on Wednesday night Sunday and Sunday night, other times. It ought to be a fellowship of love. You ought to sense love for each other. Fourthly, verse 18, you'll be able to comprehend, understand with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height of the love of God. That's a big order. Who of us here really understands all about the breadth and length and depth and height? Somebody said when Jesus went to the cross, he put his arms out, and included the whole world. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. You and I need to have that same spirit—a spirit of love that includes. Verse 18, and love, love, love of Christ, which passes all knowledge. And verse 19, to be filled with all the fullness of God. Then the capstone of the entire passage, verse 20 and 21, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the Church for Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. He is able. He was able to save those three men from a fire furnace. He was able to save Daniel from the lion's den. He was able to bring Israel into Canaan, the Promised Land. He was able to help Moses lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. God was able to help us find this place and pay $600 a lot for the place where our church meets, and pay for it. God is able Which help us pay the $30,000 for the first unit, $35,000 for the second unit, $150,000 for this building, the auditorium. God's been able all the time. Our God is able. But you know how he does it? He does it through each of us. We're the ones that He enables to give. In this building tonight are people who have given to the Lord sacrificially of themselves. You've taught science school classes. You've sung in the choir. You've sung solos. You worked in the bus ministry. You've done all kinds of work for the Lord. Some of you have preached. You're doing all kinds of things, and God enables you to do it. God is the enabler. Tonight, if you're here without Christ, He will enable you to put your faith in Christ. Trust Him as your personal Savior. Take an open stand. Follow the Lord in baptism. God is able. Let's pray. Our Father, thank You for our God, who is able, able to exceed You abundantly above all that we ask. And so look at each of our hearts tonight. Some may ask You to be their Savior. Lord, You are able to do that. Some may ask You to help them live a closer life to you. You're able to do that. Some may, able, may ask you to help us be able to give more. You're able to do that. Help us to trust the ability of God and not deny you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now stand, please. What song are we sing? 528, are ye able? 528 he is able the question is are we able and willing to do what he asks the invitation tonight's open you want to come and pray or you want to come and give your heart to Christ do what God says to do while we sing